Hello and welcome to the Collecting Heroes podcast. I'm your host JD, the collector of collectors, and this is the podcast where I interview pop culture collectors from around the world. Today I'm putting all cards on the table with my next guest. Her name is Shannon and she is from Melbourne and a Magic the Gathering collector. Shannon, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited. I actually, uh, you're someone that I know and have been talking to for quite a while now in the collecting community uh, where we've been friends through Instagram. I follow your page a lot. We've actually done a couple of lives together, which we were just chatting about uh, before, <laughs> uh, where we were actually doing um, soda openings uh, because you're also a Funko collector and we'll talk about that later. But the main reason I got you on uh, is actually to talk about Magic the Gathering because Quite often I see you posting photos of your cards from Magic the Gathering and they're beautiful photos, colourful, you know, looking at the cards. I have no idea. I've never played Magic the Gathering. Uh, I've seen it played, but I don't know how to play it. And so I'm always curious to learn uh, about new things. And even this season of the podcast, I've had a few different collectors on that I've been talking to uh, about things like Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball, uh, Halo, where I wasn't really, they're not really things that I'm familiar with, but they're pop culture related. And I figure, you know, I should be inclusive of, of geeks of all types. <laughs> so thank you again for being on the show. And going on to that, uh, how did you get into Magic the Gathering? How did you come to become a, a or, or ta- is it, what would you call it tabletop gaming? Am I right in saying that? Yeah, collectible uh, card game. Yeah. Yeah. So, Basically, as some of you know, I am a Funko collector, love Funko, um, and I've probably got sitting at about 350, 400 pops at the moment. Um, but so a couple of years ago, I um, I also actually collect tarot cards. Oh. And, yeah, between my Funko and my tarot cards, um, I actually said to one of my mates, like, I was actually looking at getting into Pokemon cards. Oh. And it was through it was through COVID. And I thought, I love Funko, I love my cards, but what is something else I can collect that has, like, beautiful pictures that, you know, has an element of gaming to it because I love to game? Yeah. Um, and one of my mates was like, how about you look at Magic? And as soon as I saw that artwork for Magic, I was blown away. Straight away I ordered a few sets <laughs> and fell in love. Um, so I play online as well. I've been to a few matches around my area, but through COVID, it was more just about collecting and the different aspects. Um, mm. And there's a, oh, I think, I think there's about three or four that are my my all time sets. Um, but then there's like Secret Lair, which is exclusive. Like you can get Fortnite Secret Lair magic cards um, and like Disney esque kind of cards that are only exclusive on those runs. So it's not just about playing magic. It's also about collecting them um, and just looking at them because I can look at a card and look at it three days later and there's like something that I haven't seen on the card before. And the card to me tells a story and that's what I love about it. That's beautiful. So obviously tarot cards are yeah. synonymous for a lot of the artwork that's on them yes. as well. You know, you, you've yeah. got really detailed pieces that you can get in some of those tarot cards. So. It's yeah. no surprise that you went towards, you know, something <laughs> yeah. with like a fantasy element as well. Yeah, absolutely. but it's really interesting hearing about. So Disney and Fortnite are also that. What's like yeah, a so, thing or are their own their own games as well. 
So they're in magic, um, but it's called Secret Lair. So every couple of months they will release Secret Lair cards that you um, buy straight from Magic the Gathering or like some places like Gamesman and Gameology will um, order them in from overseas, but they are exclusive runs. So it's not like you can just go to the shops and buy those cards. You have yep. to buy them on the release date. So I've I've looked at like the Fortnite ones. Um, I've got Disney-esque ones. Um, I've got like a couple of like wolves, like Wolverine kind of cards as well. Um, but yeah, I love them. I love them so much. Um, and I, yeah, it's it's amazing. <laughs> You mentioned about uh, playing online. So obviously we're yeah. talking about card games and, and, you know, something that you would play on a table with yeah. two players. I, I did a little bit of research on the game before the podcast as well, yeah. finding out a little bit about the history of it, and we'll, we'll talk about that yeah. later. But one of the things was it, it's it's a two-player game, right? It's you versus yeah. another person. You start with yeah. 20 life points or something along those lines, I think. Yeah, so you and start then, um, 20 life points. Um, usually a deck will start off with 60 cards, um, but then you've also got like Commander, which you can have up to four players. Um, okay. So I usually, I strictly play like Arena, um, just one versus one. Um, so you start off with 20 life points. Um, you roughly have about 60 in a deck. You can have, doesn't all have to be like black cards. You can mix them like black and red. Um, and then straight up you pull seven cards and then you can choose to mulligan, which means um, like you can put them back in the deck, but then you only get to pick six cards. Oh, okay. So you can literally like if you don't like the hand you dealt, you can choose to get a yeah. whole new hand. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So there's like it's strategic as well because each each go you need to play a land card. So land card is kind of your energy to put down a creature. So if you have four land cards and you have a creature card that takes four energy, you tap all your lands to put a creature down. Okay. Uh, look, I'm sure there's like so many yeah. different rules and things. I'm, yeah. I don't yeah. want to get too deep into it. Um, uh, I'd love to make this a Magic the Gathering educational piece and, and teach people <laughs> how to play the game, but that would probably take the whole length of the uh podcast maybe yeah. with the different sets that you buy so am i right so you get uh when you buy them there's like a, a standard sort of deck you can get and then you get booster decks like i've seen a lot of these card yeah. games i even bought one back in the 90s <laughs> a long long yeah. time ago um yeah. uh, from a game called vampire the masquerade which okay. i ended up i actually meant funnily enough i mentioned this uh briefly in the last episode of the podcast that back in the day uh as a teenager i was obsessed with vampires it was just yeah. you know, i read a lot of vampire novels and all sorts of things but uh and in the last episode we were talking about going and seeing blade at the cinema and you know because that was a vampire movie so i enjoyed it yeah. but one of the things that i did back then was i saw these this card game vampire masquerade which i bought which is again a, a collectible card game I bought it, but I never had anyone to play it with. And I've actually oh, maybe yes. a little bit of the hoarder in me, but I still have the cards. So they're oh, actually sitting in a box um, where I've never played the game, but I, I loved and and I used to look at the cards and I read them and I, and I love the artwork on those as well. So is it the same thing? You buy a, a main set, which is a, like a main deck that you can play with, and then you buy boosters to get 
different yeah, so strengths and characters and all that sort of thing? Kind of. So you can get like Planeswalker decks, which will give you like a base deck, um, mm -hmm. but cards go out of rotation. So you can buy cards and they will, they will only be playable for so many months. Oh. They, yep. Yeah, so you have like four sets going and then like in three months they might introduce like a new set and then all the sets will go back a month and then they'll be out of rotation. So actually my favourite sets are going out of rotation at the moment, so which is disheartening. But That's interesting. Yeah. Is it, so they basically do that so that every 12 months or so it refreshes cool. and you've got different yeah. characters and new different mechanics things. okay new new creatures um you'll always have your core ones like you'll always have vampires and dragons um and zombies and things like that but they also have characters um like crimson has olivia and she gets brought back it, like every couple of years like they'll reintroduce her into crimson vow and stuff like that um so they bring up bring back characters but yeah they do go out of rotation um and that's the downside because my I was collecting Dungeons and Dragons magic set uh -huh. and that was probably one of my favorite sets and that's just gone out of rotation a couple months ago that was one of the things I was, I was actually yeah. a follow-up question that I had so am I right in assuming that the magic stories similar to like a Dungeons and Dragons yeah so they, they tie them in and they have um like where they're from like the lands and stuff um and that's what I love especially with Dungeons and Dragons they tie some of the story into magic and that's why it was such a big thing when magic and D&D &D did a crossover wow wow okay yeah that's really cool that's really cool yeah look I mean I guess the other way of them making things so that you have to refresh and buy the new packs every yeah. year or every few months or whatever it is when things go out of rotation. It's it's yeah. a it's an interesting business strategy, right? I guess it's, it's the way of them making money. Um, yeah. you know, if you have to go back and, and keep collecting them that way. And it's actually funny you're talking about uh, money and talking about the company that makes them. When I was doing the uh, research prior to the episode to find out yeah. about it, how we got Wizards of the Coast? That's the company mm -hmm. that uh, that actually publishes um, yes. the game and has been publishing them since 1993. I actually yeah. saw so almost so it's just coming up to 30 year anniversary. So I'm sure mm -hmm. in 2023 yeah. there's probably going to be lots of special edition sets and yeah. lots of uh, different events that I'm sure going on. Um, so August 1993 was when the game was released, and that was yeah. at Gen Con, which is the US's biggest uh, like tabletop gaming and or gaming um uh convention as well yeah uh and the other thing that I, I was reading about funnily enough with wizards of the coast is that they actually funnily enough you spoke about the pokemon cards they were also the u.s they had the u.s rights for that that they got they got in oh. 1997 i believe it was i was reading that correctly um, they were granted the rights uh, to distribute the Pokemon cards throughout the US. So I'm wow. not sure if they're also the same distributor that does Australia or some other yeah. countries, but in the US they were the people that actually did that. And then they were purchased by Hasbro in the late 90s. So they actually fall under their subsidiary, subsidiary, that's the word, subsidiary under Hasbro. And, it would, and they were purchased for over $300 million. 
Wow. So, <laughs> like this is how popular the, these games that they have yeah really were and uh and, and the amount of fanfare that was around for these games you know to, to be worth that much back in the 90s um, yeah and then hasbro yeah as i said is is now the main uh the main company that owns them but i think they still actually publish under wizards of the coast as well that's incredible yeah, um, yeah. another thing that really excites me about magic um because I've only been playing Magic for about three, three, four years now. I found out back, I think, early 2000s, they actually released, uh, Wizards of the Coast released a Harry Potter card game. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was, um, I started collecting the Harry Potter ones as well, which was amazing, but they did stop publishing them. But that was really exciting because I love all that kind of magic stuff. But, yeah, it was really exciting. When, you, when you're collecting them, so... Uh, I also, back in my younger days, used to collect basketball cards. So you would have the large plastic sleeves where you could put multiple um, cards in. Do you have them in large folders with the plastic sleeves or oh. do you have them in special collector boxes that they sit in like a pack? Uh, how, how, do you, how do you normally store them or display so them? I'm, I'm a bit of a mixture. Um, I do have the folders. I have the ultra pro folders yep. um because they have the ultra pro, pro folders have like the artwork on the outside um mm -hmm. so my favorite sets like crimson innistrad midnight dnd i do have the the folders but i also do have some like some of the smaller sets i just have um in the card boxes i have like um a frame with some of my secret layers as well of my favorite cards um so they're all a bit of a mixture I see people collecting the Pokemon cards and I also see a lot of the videos on Instagram of people opening the card packs and they'll do yeah. like the reveal to camera where they, you know, they have card after card and then it'll be a special foil card and they're like excited because it's a special edition card. Is it the same thing in Magic? Do they have like special foil cards and, and things like that? Or is there a special power card? How does that work? Yeah, so I actually have a couple of packs that are sealed. Okay. Um, yeah, so I do have a couple of my Harry Potter ones that are still sealed and I don't know if I actually will ever open some of them. Um, but, yeah, because I like to get the booster packs and I like to get the bundles. So the bundles are really good. You get all sorts of land cards. Um, most of the time I will open them all up, um, but it's basically like kind of a surprise. You don't know what you're going to get and that's what's exciting about it. You might spend $8 on a pack and get, you know, 50 cents worth of cards or you mm -hmm. like the other day I opened a pack and I pulled a hundred dollar card and I've never pulled an expensive card in my life. So that was really exciting. When we saw, talk about expensive cards, cause I'm, I'm wondering, right? Like if you've got uh, card sets that go out of rotation, for example, does, does the value of the cards go up after they go out of rotation? Do they become rarer? And then those sets, yeah. full sets worth hundreds of dollars or, you've got certain cards that might be worth thousands, like a, a Charizard, for example, like a foil yeah. Charizard. Um, how I does that work with those? Um, I think there's a magic card, the Black Lotus. That is, I've seen that, oh, I think the minimum of that card is like 250K. What? The Black Lotus card. $250,000? Yeah. yeah, I think that's like the minimum. 
yeah, it's pretty crazy. I don't obviously, like I said, I've I put up my first hundred dollar card the other day and I was so excited. Um, but I think it's like Funko and I think it's like collecting with everything. Prices will go up and prices will drop. Um, I think just the rarity of things these days, it just depends like if you've got the seller or if you've got the buyer really, um, how much do you want to pay for it? And where do you go to find I know uh there's PPG for for pops and things is yep. it the same place like hobby db for the cards as well uh basically yeah so pop culture aussie collectibles eb games zing pop culture they are the main places i go and get my cards no sorry i meant when you're trying to find the value like hobby oh, DB, like that's the value um, of, of, of i've actually got an app on my phone i've got a um yeah i've got a app and it tells me if the cards have gone up or dropped Okay. And yeah. and so how many cards would you say you have now? I mean, you mentioned before about the pop vinyls and we'll, we'll go back to them. Oh. Well, how many cards would you say you've got at this point? Good question. Um, probably about, I'd be guessing, but probably about between three and 4,000 cards, roughly. Wow. Yeah, roughly. Um, give or take um but yeah so i have my main sets and most of them are sitting at around 400 mark for the set um mm -hmm. i haven't actually completed a full folder yet so that is my next thing i want to do is basically invest in my favorite sets and then um go on to other sets so try to be a little bit of a completionist for those sets yeah yeah absolutely yeah, I, I can understand that. I was the same way with basketball cards back in the day. You had to have the full set, you know, and then do you have people that you trade with? Is it the same thing as, like, with, with those cards, for example? Do you have... Not, not really because, yeah, because I usually, most of my time, like, I'm either collecting, or, like, on my own or one of my friends used to collect them, but he's not really collecting them anymore. Um, but, yeah, I kind of just I don't really trade because... Most people I know don't collect card games. Most of the collectors I know are either Funko or um, other things, but no, I don't actually know many Magic players, to be honest. That makes it tough. So, we're, yeah, so um, when you were playing online, is it, so it's just an online community and you just log in and they just yeah, so, you with a random person? Yeah, yeah. So Magic, um, Magic has Arena online. So And that's what's good about is magic because like things went like when COVID hits and you can't go anywhere you can still play magic because you can mm. play it online like and that's what I love about it is you can either go to a store and play with real people uh, look to be honest nothing beats playing in person mm -hmm. um but like when when like the hard times hit you can jump on the laptop and play with all different like players around the world and that's what I love yeah Awesome, awesome. And who would you say is your favourite person to play with from, from online? Do you have, like, a, a player that you constantly message, like, hey, are you free for a game or anything like that? Um, I do have a couple of people, um, not so much that I really play, more that I pick their brain in learning more about magic. Um, MTG Baron, I follow him a lot. He He's in the States and he has so much useful information. Um, and he always goes to the magic events, which is amazing. Um, and the Rich Vision, I 
speak to him quite a lot, um, just learning more about the cards. Um, and then I suppose because most of the people I know that play Magic are overseas. Okay. So trying to tie that up with us being in Australia, it's a little bit hard sometimes. Well, so, shout out like, to Baron and Rich. MTG yeah. Baron, was it? And Rich, what was the other one? The Rich Vision. The Rich Vision. So, yeah, yeah shout out to the, to them uh, for obviously helping out uh, an Aussie who, who do, might not have someone. Uh, yeah, close they're amazing. Absolutely amazing. But, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's a lot of fun. And this is why I love magic is because it's nice to meet like-minded people that have the same interests that, you know, are up for a game or, you know, because those kind of people have been playing for a long time, whereas I've only come into it a couple of years ago. So it's nice um, actually knowing people that have followed Magic for a very long time and they can they help out and they're like, oh, did you know this? Did you know they did these sets? Do you know what these cards mean? And um, that's what I love because the, ma the Magic people are really lovely people. Like they are so warm and friendly and, yeah. That's awesome. I would say that the majority of collectors that I've met um, through this podcast or through the Instagram page have always been warm. I've very small amount of people that uh, have either given me a cold shoulder when I've asked about being on the podcast yeah. or who haven't really been responsive. Uh, most people are really, really happy to chat about the things that they love, you know, and, and share that passion. And that's what we should do as collectors, right? Absolutely. We all are super passionate about these things and we should share that passion that passion with other people as well. Absolutely. So let's let's go back to the gaming part because you mentioned at the very start that you obviously collected tarot games, but that uh, tarot cards, sorry, but that you were a bit of a gamer. And you yeah. do actually mention this on there, your Xbox ambassador or part of the ambassador program or something. Yeah, so um so a couple of things. So I play Xbox quite a bit um, and also Magic. So part of the Xbox Ambassadors, um, that's about the gaming community and, you know, meeting like-minded people and being supportive and reaching out when if someone wants a game and that's why I love the gaming community. Um, also stream on Twitch Magic the Gathering as well. Um, so you can find me on there. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's I do put a lot of my time into gaming whether it's on the Xbox or if it's on the laptop playing Magic or if it's on the Switch catching those Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, um, yeah, I do game a little bit or quite a bit actually. <laughs> Were you part of the Pokemon, was it Pokemon Go craze that happened in the, I think it was 2017 roughly or 2018, whenever that happened? Oh, Pokemon Go? Yeah. Were, yeah, were you part um, of that collecting, going out and collecting those at the time? Um, yes, I do. And I actually have a Pokemon ball that you can actually set up with the app. So you can put it in your pocket and, like, it will shake if you're, like, walking around the area and then you can just press it. What? And yeah, it, it links up to my, the, my app on my phone. And that's another thing. Like, I didn't get into Pokemon until a couple of years ago either. So I got into Magic, I got into Pokemon. I think with the pandemic, like, I was looking for different avenues of things to do that wasn't just about collecting like that. Obviously, I love my Pops and I love Funko, but they sit on the shelf. Whereas, you know, Magic and Pokemon, you know, you can collect them and you can play them as well, and that's yeah. what I love. That's awesome. And, look, so many people uh, found new hobbies 
throughout, yeah. um, you know, 2020 and onwards when we had going through a pandemic, it, it was, it was one of those things you were locked in, you could find something to help you keep your sanity during that time or Absolutely. not. And most people went to fun things like collecting and Lego. I mean, speak about the amount of people that collected Lego as well. Yeah. And uh, I, I work with people who have Lego collections that they, you know, they essentially acquired during the last couple of years when they were shut in, they just wanted an activity. Uh, So Mm. I completely get that. Completely get that. Let's talk about the Funko. All right, let's, let's go. Mm. Obviously I got you on to talk about magic, the gathering, but (laughs) it would be remiss of me not to talk about Funko with you because I mean, people who know you online know you as pops adventures. So it's in the title there. Right. Uh, And as you mentioned, you're, I think past 300, pop vinyls yeah. collection now when yeah. did you get into pop vinyls um my best mate actually gave me my first funko i think 2017 2018 mm-hmm. um and i actually noticed i had a jack skellington bobblehead that i've got a couple of them that i didn't realize was a funko item until last year to be honest yeah um, but it was more 27 2017 2018 and i used to look at like everyone's collected pages and I'm like oh my god that's what I want to do I want to collect <laughs> and I thought I'll just get a couple I'll get a couple and um I remember one of my friends actually had a collector's page and I'm like oh I love his page like I wish I could do something like that and then I think I think it was about 2018 I was like I'll just take a photo and like if you look at my first photos it's like oh my god like what was I thinking um but i love them because you can see how they've evolved and how my pages evolved um but yeah so 27 2017 and 2018 was probably the main time that i really started collecting and i actually have a couple of magic the gathering pops as well um, i didn't even realize they did pops yeah yeah so that was a whole nother line and i'm like so i just started getting um so i my collection is more about Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, mm-hmm. Disney villains, um, and things like that. And then I've got a couple of sneaky ones that have fallen in there, obviously. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I've been collecting for what we're twenty twenty two now, so about four four ish years. Yeah, I'm looking in the background, and I can actually see uh, a lot of your collection <laughs> in the background. Uh, yeah. See, when you say a, a few sneaky other ones, I can see Konshu from Moon Knight. Uh, I see there's Blacklight. Mm. Is it Blacklight Harley Quinn and a Joker as well? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I've got those ones um, as part of my collection, obviously, in amongst all the Batman stuff. Uh, <laughs> what else can I see? The, yeah, the, the great mixed bag. You even got the uh, aliens. Um, yeah. From, uh, I, I forget their names now. It's, uh something Paxos or something like I forget the names. Cro- Cro- oh, from Cronos. The yeah, from Simpsons. Yeah, you know, they're, they're actually my some of my favorite pops. I remember getting them and I'm like, I thought they were the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Because they go um, in the dark as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was definitely like something that I looked at getting them and I didn't actually, I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't buy the set because I don't really collect a lot of Simpsons. I do have a couple. Yeah. Uh, I've got the Lard Lad and I've got um, Homer uh, with, with the donut head from the Treehouse of Horror. Um, oh, yeah. That's more around my love of donuts as, as well as Simpsons. 
But I thought about getting yeah. those because I love glow in the dark bottles. Is that one of the reasons you, you love them? Is is because how well they display? Um, no, actually, The Simpsons. I love Treehouse of Horrors. Yeah, I love and like my The Simpsons one. Most of them, I don't have many, but most of them are the Treehouse of Horrors because when I watch The Simpsons, it's usually Treehouse of Horrors. And I love um, the aliens. Like, they are just the coolest thing. And those pops <laughs> are just so detailed. And because they're a little bit bigger as well. I just, yeah. oh, they're just amazing. And um, I think if I ever did, like, reduce my collection, they would stay with me. There's no doubt about it. Do you have I any other them And I'm picking them up. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other keepers that would have you would have to keep in the collection? um oh probably my beetlejuice pops yeah yeah my beetlejuice pops i don't think anything beats them and i my ghostbusters as well actually it's the ghostbusters um that drew me to your page yeah the first time i actually if i remember if i'm pretty certain i remember the first time i actually saw uh your page or a photo from your page was zing pop culture who here in australia more than 60 percent of my listeners are actually from the us so just so you know zing pop culture is a pop culture store here in australia it's actually owned by eb games and um, gamestop um in here in australia so they actually on their page or it might have been in their stories uh shared a photo of yours uh of, of your collection when it, oh amazing and it had the green the, the big green slimer uh so yeah. not final one but the actual the big figurine one that looks like it's yeah about, oh it's probably be about 10 inches high it's like it's pretty big yeah and i remember just seeing that photo and was like oh i've got to go check out this page and <laughs> i went through it and checked out your page and started following you and i remember that that's actually where i first saw your page oh my god that's amazing and i've it's, um, been a fan of watching all your your ghostbusters photos and things ever ever since it's so funny because um there is a store a tie-up store um probably about 40 50 minutes away from me and i saw the slimer and i remember putting it on my page it was always it was never a question i was always going to buy it but he's actually a money box um oh, okay. and i put on my page who thinks i should because i collect ghostbusters i said who thinks i should get this and nearly every single person was like do not buy it do not buy it <laughs> don't get it and of course i bought it and he's amazing he's so amazing it looks great um, I, don't, what, I wonder why people didn't want you to get i don't know yeah. i think I think obviously if you know Ghostbusters, you'd say yes, but um, I don't think a lot of the people that follow me are really Ghostbuster fans. Okay. Well, they might be I these days if they've been following yeah. you for a while, maybe. And look, he used to be creepy looking, like when you look at him a bit close, he, he is a bit creepy looking, but I think he's so amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think he looks great. I think he looks fantastic. And as yeah. I said, he was one of the things that drew my eye in when I first was scrolling and, and came across the photo um yeah <laughs> it's, it's awesome but, but yeah, yeah you've, got, uh, you've got a lot of the spooky stuff like the nightmare before yeah christmas, nightmare before christmas you've got your ghostbusters and be, like that. all that sort of stuff yeah um it's funny because obviously i post a lot about like ghostbusters and stuff that i often get messages like oh i'm watching ghostbusters 
I had to message you and just to let you know. And it's so nice because like some people do know me as my collection is of Ghostbusters, which is cool, which is really nice. Well, we just recently, you and I did a, a an Instagram live, uh, yeah. which you hosted, where we actually did a, a three verse three soda opening, and we both opened a Slimer uh, Funko soda on there as well. <laughs> yes, we did. I love I love the soda because he's got it. He's got he's even got a butt crack on the soda. Like the, the figurine itself is so cute. It's really cute. I know, I know. It's awesome. It's so good. I do have to say my in my Ghostbusters set, the three pack with like the key master and that, that is so epic. Like that three pack. And only saw that like probably about a year ago. And I was so lucky to pick up that for a good price as well. But you don't come along those finds very often. Mm-hmm. There's, there's actually there's a couple of cool um, items. I, I, I was thinking about collecting a lot more of the ghostbusters stuff myself obviously the soda because i love the slimer um and i do have a couple of ghostbusters items my girlfriend's got some ghostbusters like slimer items that i got her which are in her set as well um she's got beetlejuice so your collection and her collection are actually very similar in fact oh really yeah like like, that she's got uh marty mcfly in hers she's got yeah. um slimer she's got uh we, we, we've both got nightmare before christmas stuff um so there's a lot of similarities there and she's also got a lot of ursula stuff that i i purchased for oh, her as well okay. uh, at some point she was like maybe you don't need to buy me too many more pop finals because <laughs> yeah. he was running out of space to display them i've got the bat cave to put all my stuff in which is is bursting at the seams as it is at the moment yeah but she was also like, uh, maybe don't buy me too many more of these unless it's something really cool. And so occasionally I'll come back with something and I'll be like, is this cool? She's like, yeah. And she'll put it in the collection. <laughs> I just got her a Grogu recently, actually, was the most recent one as well Aww, for the Mandalorian. But look, I've had a wonderful time talking to you um, and learning a little bit more about magic as well and your collecting journey there. That's really cool uh hopefully uh you know you can get to more in-person events i know you missed out on packs this year is that correct yes i did unfortunately you sent me a message the weekend of that you were... oh yes so i had all intentions of going but um yeah didn't make it <laughs> is there a, is there other local um like gaming conventions or magic in-person events that you can you can go to not, not, like, not like packs no um i'll just have to wait till next year i know like when i went to comic-con this year they had like one table set up for magic okay and that was that was a little bit disappointing because i feel like magic has so much to offer and comic-con didn't have a lot whereas pax would have had you know they've got the whole tabletop area um for card games and they would have had an epic like set up there so definitely have to check it out next year um yeah so well maybe you can put the word out around melbourne maybe get your own little group together you know find like-minded people in your area that you can actually get together in person and 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 play some of those games with absolutely before i let you go though shan plug your socials i get everyone to let people know where they can find you you mentioned the twitch and everything before so where do people go to find you and watch you game or to follow your pages yeah so predominantly i'm on instagram under pops adventures um you can also find me on twitch twitter and TikTok. 
Um, so I've got a broad subject, like a few different avenues to find me and um, hopefully a few more videos to come. Yes, yes. And uh, you and I, I think we'll be back on another live soda opening at some point as well in the future. Yeah, three for three, hey? Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, you, just, you just had to rub it in. And for listeners that didn't catch the uh, Instagram live, Shannon has won. She's gotten the chase every time we've opened so far. I've missed out. I got a chase pog uh, in one, but I didn't actually get the chase in it. Oh, thanks for mentioning that. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Three for three. Or or maybe, maybe the tables will turn. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. you got to go to Aussie. you got to go to Aussie because that's where I've been getting mine. Aussie and they've always come through, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm um, no, I'm. I don't care. I'm buying yours uh, for, from Pop Culture. That's where you're getting it from. <laughs> That's where I'm getting mine from. I, although, admittedly, I have gotten one of my chases from there. I got my Batgirl chase from there. So. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for being on the show, oh, and I hope you have a wonderful night. And look forward to speaking to you again. Sounds good. Catch you later. If you like the episode. Please consider following or subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also join me on Instagram at Collecting Heroes, where you can see photos of the collections of the people that I'm talking to, as well as some of my own.